Hey guys, this is Coach V. I'm Coach David. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast. Coach David, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I- I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. You know, we're uh we're at the bitter end of December here. We're this is our as you know our twentieth year as a martial arts school. Unbelievable! It's hard to imagine. This year went really quick. We were just so excited for this twentieth uh, year celebration, and it's uh, like a week and a half, and it'll be gone. Yeah, I um. I don't know what to say other than the year went by pretty quickly. Uh, we're recording this at the uh, kind of the middle of December 2023. And I got to tell you, you know, I do a lot of reflection at the end of the year. And I take a lot of time to kind of think and a lot of time to reflect and what went well, what didn't go well, what do I need to add, what do I need to subtract, all of those things. And I got to tell you, this year was not a rinse and repeat year in that respect. And I think what we're about to go over tonight can really help Kaizen Nation to go through that same process. Um, I think, you know, the times we're living in, parents, you know, this is a kid-friendly podcast, the times we're living in, I think, really are dynamic, right? They're very different than what we've been used to in years past. And I think this whole idea of, and we're going to talk about smart goals tonight, um, the formula we're about to share and which Coach Dave is going to lead us through, uh, it's just, just priceless. It's priceless and it's going to help you navigate as we transition into a new year. Yeah, I, I like to think of it as um, this year to me was like a pound cake. You know, some years are angel food cakes are light and fluffy and, you know, they just kind of go by. And this one was a dense, heavy year full of a lot of stuff, good and bad. And uh, it's good to take that time to process it. But now we're ready to start looking at the next year, 2024. So today we're going to talk about preparing for setting goals. And this is tried and true. This is this, this advice, what we're going to talk about tonight, um, using the business world, using the government, used all over the place as far as what should your goals be like. And today we're going to talk about smart goals. Now, Coach V, we've talked about this in the past, and I don't think you can say it too often that setting goals is so important. It's critical. You want to take a, just a minute and tell everyone out there, why are we even bothering with goals? Well, you know, if you want to achieve anything worthwhile, something that takes longer than, I don't know, a couple seconds or a minute to do, you need to have a plan and you need to know what it is exactly that you want. And I think it's very hard to get what you want if you don't know what you want, right? And so goals to me are, they give you direction, they give you purpose, they give you meaning to your day, they can give you excitement and energy and joy to what you do. Um, so to me, I think goals are, it's just a natural part of how you should be operating your day. I mean, there's been different studies done. You've heard the one, it was like a Harvard or a Yale study that said the 3% of people who wrote down their goals achieved more and earned more than the other 97% combined. Um, I think there's a lot to that. And I can tell you as someone who's been an avid goal setter and goal hitter, um, it's, it's a process and you break it down to its atomic particles, which are daily habits. Goals are essential if you want to achieve anything, uh, that's big and worthwhile. I love that so much. And, uh, you know, go back, by the way, Kaiser Nation, uh, to look up. We've done many episodes on habit tracking and habit trackers and why that's important. And he just mentioned that go back, look at those episodes. Very fundamental to moving forward. But today we're talking about how to set up these goals. And these goals, we use the acronym SMART. And we call them SMART goals because they follow the five basic tenets of they're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, they're relevant, and they're time-bound. 
Now, those are five key things to making a very good goal. Now, we're going to go into further depth on goals in future episodes, but today we're going to talk about what each of those kind of means and how can you apply them specifically to martial arts. Now, you can apply these to everything. Um, like I said, we, we, we do this in business and government all over the place for any kind of goals we're making. But for martial arts, and this is a martial arts podcast, Coach V, let's talk about what it means to have a specific goal. Can you give us a good kind of example of what is and is not a good specific kind of goal? Yeah, I mean, I'll start with something that's maybe not the best goal, right? So here's A, right? I'll give you an A, B comparison. Those who train with us, you know, the answer is always B. Uh, but here's A. Uh, option A is, hey, I want to get to black belt someday. That's, that, that's option A. It's not bad, right? But it's not specific. It's not measurable. It's not, a, you know, it, it doesn't kind of check off all the, the boxes. Now, if you were to say, I want to achieve, instead of, let's say you're a white belt, Instead of saying, I want to achieve a black belt, you say, I want to achieve my black belt, and here are the different steps that I will take. My next step is I will work towards my white belt with black stripe, as well as my orange belt in the first and second quarter of next year. Uh, And my goal is by summertime to have achieved both of those goals with my instructor's permission, and I would have reviewed the comments that came along with achieving those goals so that in the back half of the year, I can work towards yellow belt and beyond. I I think that's great. And I think the more specific you are, the more likely you are to be able to achieve it. And that's kind of what we're going over here is things that we can do. It's very nice to have pie in the sky. Yeah, I want to be a black belt, but that's anybody can dream. That's like a dream, a wish. How are you going to actually get there? So moving on, that's, that's the S in SMART. Now we're going to talk about the M, measurable. So measurable means there's got to be some way to say, am I getting closer to it or am I not getting closer to it? And for me, Coach V, I love to use things like numbers and dates, very specific things that I can account for. So when I was doing triathlons back in the day, I would have very specific numbers that I'm going to swim this much. I want to be able to run this much at this pace. Very specific things by dates, which then allowed me to kind of measure how I was going on towards achieving. So for the martial arts, for example, right, you might say, oh, I want to achieve the splits. And maybe you say, I want to achieve the splits in the first half of the year. Well, that's getting there and it's sort of measurable. But if you said, I want to gain one inch in my splits every two weeks, and my goal is to have this done by June 1st of 2024. Now we're talking measurements and you can actually, you know, be taping and measuring and writing this down. So by measurable, we want to be accountable and we able to want to be able to track exactly the kind of efforts and we're doing to make that thing happen. Would you, would you, uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's just brilliant. I mean, you need to re- rewind that and listen, <laughs> listen to that a few times because that, that's just brilliant. Coach David, I'm just going to dig a little deeper on the whole measurable side. Um, I, I think one of the simplest and easiest things for anybody of any rank to do is to do what I'm about to share, which is measure your attendance. And I've kind of come to this conclusion after years and decades of training that, yes, there are certain things I can get really specific on and measure, which is appropriate if that's something that you can do, definitely for the adults. Uh, for the kids out there and parents, you know, if you have young kids in our classes, I would just be really focused on measuring your attendance. Yes, still listen to the comments. Yes, still work on all of that. No doubt. 
Um, I say this as an adult who still trains and does all those things. I'm very, very, very careful about my attendance. I, I kind of have this Michael Jordan mindset. I heard this a while ago. I used to watch him in the 90s when he was playing live on WGN and all these things. And I remember uh, the commentator, maybe it was Marv Albert or someone used to say, you know, it was very rare that he had two back-to-back games with less than 10 points. Almost never happened. And it, and it was almost rare to see him lose two games in a row. And that stuck with me. I could deal with losing once. I could deal with an L. I could deal with a bad day. It's not going to happen twice. It's just not. And that's where I'm kind of going with this, Coach David, is with attendance. You know, missing one class is rare. Do not miss two classes in a row. It is the beginning of the end when you start to miss two classes in a row, regardless of the reason, no matter how good it might seem. So again, coming back to measurable, measure your attendance and just make sure you do not miss more than one class in a row. I love it. Anytime we bring up Michael Jordan, you know it's something meaningful and you should go look (laughs) that up. All right, so moving on here to, that was the A. So again, we have measurable as the M, attainable as the A. Now we're moving on to relevant. Coach V, would you kind of tell us what you think of with respect to relevant martial arts goals? Wow, you know, there's so much we could say. I'm going to keep it simple here. And I think with relevant, um, I think you want to make sure that you're sticking to the main thing. I think the first step, kind of like the what comes before this, right, is Coach David, you got to say if you're a student, you got to have those conversations with your instructor. Make sure that you're uh, in alignment with the DNA of the school, what they're trying to do. Having conversations with assistants in the class or having conversations with upper belts in the class, that's all good, great, and grand, right? But at the end of the day, Always, 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 always verify and check with the highest ranking person that you can find. Um, it is so critical. I don't want to get specific on names or anything like that right now uh, just for the sake of time of this podcast. I can think of so many cases, Coach Dave, where me person when I was training, sometimes what I thought was the correct answer was part of an answer or almost all of the answer. But when I check with the top person, they might have had a small distinction that made all this difference, right? And that one degree of difference over time can compound in a completely different direction. So I think when we're talking about relevancy, um, it also comes back to make sure your goals are uh, are something that 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 appeal to you, right? Something that is going to make sense for you to to spend time on, but make sure it's in alignment with what the end goal is actually supposed to look like. Absolutely. you got to be on the right path that you're never yeah. going to get there. Now, I, I think I might have skipped over the A and attainable, but um, that is really kind of a, you know, that's more of a logical kind of thing. Like, you got to be able to do it, right? You can't have a goal that's, that's so far pie in the sky that it's not achievable. So by attainable, we mean things that you can physically do that within your time and resources. So, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that, but I didn't want to, to everyone call in, Hey, coach David, we've got to the A and the smart. So we've got specific, we've got measurable, we've got attainable, we've got relevant. And last but not least, the T time bound. Um, coach V, I know we, we've talked about this many times and we have people who, who very much like to have all these great ideas and these, these desires and things, but their time bound is just, there is no time bound. Why is it so important to have something that's time bound as part of your goal? Time is the only asset allocated equally to all men, but squandered by most. Benjamin Franklin said that. And that's one of my favorite quotes of all time. And if you don't have a time-bound goal, you're just going to kind of flounder. 
and probably never achieve things. And I think that when you have these self-imposed parameters and goals and mile markers, it's more likely that you get things accomplished, right? Um, so I'll give you a very specific example. Um, we have a promotion chart, which you have done a, an amazing job formulating. So Kaizen Nation, go check that out. And, and I know most of our students have already seen this. When you look at that promotion chart, there's our requirements underneath there. Now, there are guidelines, right? Some are less, some are more. Almost always you want to do more the further you go in belt. But that is a very good mile marker to figure out if you're on the right track. So when you're trying to figure out what is your next goal, you need to be looking at this. You, you know, when you're trying to achieve something, all the answers are already there, right? All the, you know, <laughs> you want to make sure you're in full alignment. So again, time bound, time is so precious, Coach David, right? I, I can't, can't agree with that more. Um, time to me is like, it's, it's one of the great elixirs of life. It cures everything. It solves everything. Everything that's of importance um, happens over time. All the biggest things I've ever achieved happened over time. They weren't instantaneous. Everything that I've wanted to work for happened over time. So having time balance is very, very important. And I think that um, what you just said about not squandering it can be really, really important. So make those goals something that you can do. Make short-term goals, make weekly goals, make monthly goals, make the year goal that you want, but have things that are absolutely, you can check them off. You can even use the habit tracker. You know, we're going to talk about that some more later, but very, very important. And I think what you said, that quote by, um, but but, yeah, so good. Just love that. You know, as we begin to kind of close out this episode, coach David on, on smart goals, um, what comes to your mind? You know, we've talked about beginners. Let's talk a little bit about instructors. And for those of you who are not yet instructors or maybe still under belt, you know, under black belt rank, you want to kind of tune in. And because hopefully this can kind of give you a glimpse of how things may look for you if you decide to continue, hopefully you do, uh, past black belt. But Coach David, as an instructor, maybe it's yours, maybe it's something that's a good general thing for an instructor. As we enter into 2024, what are some examples that you come to your mind? Maybe it's a smart goal, but maybe it's just a goal in general that is a good idea to set for an instructor who's looking to have a great 2024. Well, hopefully all instructors out there are, you know, looking with the mindset of how can they help their students? How can they improve their students? I know every year I kind of look back at what my classes were like, what I taught, what, what I feel like we gained as a group. And I look to do what can I, what can I do to bring up everybody? The rising tide lifts all ships. So one thing I like to do is kind of measure what the level of the class is, where I made gains, what level of the class there is, and then look at kind of maybe what didn't I get? Like, do we have a whole bunch of yellow belts, but not very many green belts? And, you know, there's gaps. Well, is that because I was kind of neglecting intermediate material? Was that because of the nature of the workouts that I designed? So I try to look at all the classes and look at very specifically what can I do and how can I do it to help improve everybody in my classes and not just one kind of group? That's kind of one of the things I like to go back and look through the year to kind of see what I can personally do as an instructor. That's just beautiful. Um, I'll, I'll be fair and I'll share something that, that's on my mind, you know, and this is again for instructors and again, non-instructors, maybe get something from this. Um, I think a really, really important goal to have 
uh, as you look at a new year is number one is you got to figure out what you've done, right? You got to, you got to analyze your past year. I don't think anybody has any business setting goals for the future year until you've really figured out what you've already done. So I think that's step one, right? You got to, you got to do that. I think the next step, and this is something that's on my plate, um, and I look at it is that as an instructor, when you walk into a room, students are coming to your class because they assume that you are the person with the answers, right? I want to make sure that I have the latest, greatest, sharpest information. I want to make sure that I'm physically as tuned up as I can possibly be. Um, I want there to be some separation between me and the, the students in the class, um, meaning that that that's going to change over time and that's going to mean different things to different people. But I'll tell you what it means to me is that if my students are training two or three hours a week, I need to be training nine to 10 hours a week. I need to be making sure that I'm bringing value. It's a sad day to me when my students are sharper than me because at that point, maybe they shouldn't be students with me anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important that as an instructor, I'm not necessarily talking about karate practice, Coach David. I'm not talking about my discipline and my routines outside of karate, the working out, the stretching, throwing techniques. Um, maybe it's throwing kicks and punches. Maybe it's doing something different as your body changes and as we age, the way you go about preparing will probably change too. But I think your level of preparation needs to be high. I know there's a direct correlation to how well I teach and how much I prepare and how much I train. So moving into this year, I'm making a commitment to myself. I looked myself in the eyes and I said, self, can we do it again? We're going to do it again. You know, and, and maybe there will come a day when you can't, right? And as we get older, right? But every year before I start up, I always say to myself, okay, are we going to do it? And it's a pretty simple, you know, me, myself, and I have a meeting. And, and the answer is always, yeah, we're going to do it. And we're going to go hard. And, you know, it's that famous quote, the game is scheduled. We have to play. We might as well win. And, that, and that's how I approach it. That is so beautiful. And, and I think to add to that, it's not just the physical, it's the mental. It's the, it's the designing of your classes. It's the doing research. Maybe it's talking to other instructors. Maybe it's bantering about with other comrades in your cohort, um, you know, learning the latest. It's, it's sort of like trying to keep up with technology, right? You can't just rely on what you got 20 years ago. Mm. You got to stay current. And I think as instructors, that's what we need to do. Keep with the, as we like to say, the latest iOS. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is so, just so, so good. So, so good. Hey, guys, future episodes, uh, we're going to do a couple more episodes about goal setting, goal hitting, uh, how we go ahead and kick off into the new year. So I hope you enjoy those episodes, and they'll be coming out shortly. Hey, guys, for the Kaizen Karate Podcast, this is Coach V. And I'm Coach David. Be safe, be well. We'll see you next time.